0: Hello and welcome to the Pelvic Floor Connection, the podcast that lifts the lid on a mysterious and misunderstood matters of all things pelvic floor and core health. Helping you to better connect with the power of your pelvic floor. With me, Sarah-Jane West-Watson. the Pelvic Floor Connection. I'm super excited to uh, introduce a new very special guest uh, who is another fellow pelvic floor uh, nerd um, but has has diversified um, in her own journey now to helping women make time and prioritize their self-care for themselves. But I'm going to let Anna introduce herself. Um, so Anna Burns is over in Massachusetts, is that right? That's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Anna, tell tell people about you because we have a lot of um, US listeners actually.
1: Okay, great. So yeah, my name is Anna Burns um, and I am a pelvic floor physical therapist and I am also now a self-care coach who specializes in helping moms prioritize themselves while caring for others. Um, I've been practicing now for 12 plus years um, as a PT and have opened my own practice two years ago, three years ago now um, and treat completely virtually. And I fell in love with coaching um, because as a PT, I would have moms come in or women come in and say, oh, I feel so bad, I didn't do my exercises. Or, you know, I just, I didn't have time. And, you know, the the kids were sick or I had this big project at work and was working crazy hours. And I got to the point where I realized that it's really not about, like, fixing the problem that they came to see me for. It's about getting them to understand their worth and understand how important it is to actually make the time take the time to say, I'm going to commit this to myself and, and actually do the thing. Right. So, um, so now I do coaching and I absolutely love it. Um, I love working with women to help them, um, learn to set boundaries, um, develop a good self-care routine, um, learning to say no, um, learn to ask for help, learn to like receive help if someone offers it. Um, we work a lot on things like mom guilt, um, that inner critic that always oh, goes on the Yes, <laughs> um, so all of those things. I think those are the things that are really holding us as women and moms back from living our best life because um, we're just yeah, so focused absolutely. on everybody outside.
0: It's, it's so valid and I think you're absolutely right. And I, I, all, I sometimes describe it as kind of priming the fighter jet. Is yeah the mums kind of think they they as long as they've got everyone else sorted, they're doing their job, and like everyone yes. has to be good for lunch but packed stuff ready everyone is kind of okay, but it's all right that they're sort of taking up the rear and pushing and making that happen, and I love flipping it to kind of go Look, if you were if if you were a, a, in um, an airport in an airplane hangar, and that role that you had, you would be the the lead fighter jet at the front. You'd be having the best fuel, you'd be having a daily polish, you'd be like, come out of the way, big mama's coming, and she's going to, you know, you, we'd be a completely different perception. But, yeah. you know, as women and as mums, and, you know, if you're juggling work, mums, health issues, pelvic floor issues, whatever guilt I should be doing or something that's not working is we kind of step back from it don't we yeah. and almost retreat
1: it's almost like we're like pushing the boulder up the hill up the mountain right yes. so instead of like sitting in the front of that jet we're the ones like oh come on let's just get through the day and get it up the mountain um so yeah I, I, I love that I love that analogy
0: it's no it's and I, I think I, I don't know about you, but I I find treating a pelvic floor, we always bring it back to pelvic floor, treating a pelvic floor is actually relatively simple. Yes. But getting someone in the headspace to be able to take ownership of that, to 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 embrace that journey. Is a whole different realm. And that's the realm that you have, you know, fully immersed yourself in. Yes,
1: exactly. And saying like, we don't have to live like this. We don't have to live with pain. We don't have to live with leakage. It's not just a natural part of being a mom or of aging. It's like, well, life can be better. And I don't think, I don't think we are taught or encourage others to really kind of, to, own that right
0: and no, ab- like, yeah yeah absolutely and I think also there's so much pressure on particularly mums now um to to be seen to doing all of this stuff and to not necessarily look like they're pushing a the boulder up the hill but that they're busy and they've got a lot going on and we don't have downtime, and mm-hmm. you know it's I mean, I look at people's schedules through the week and with kids' activities and weekend activities, and I say, when, when do we stop and yes. pause and breathe? And so, and it's not feel guilty like, about it. Yes. And know what to do when we do stop. hmm um, Exactly. And it's, it's, it's a cultural thing now. Is that the same over in the States, do you feel?
1: Yeah, I think that there's a lot of this, you know, women can have to do it all type thing um, and that when we do take time to to stop, it feels selfish and it feels like, oh, I could be doing so many more things than sitting here and taking 10 minutes for breathing, meditation, journaling, walking, anything, right? Because you always feel like we have to just do, 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 go, 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 go and we're just so focused on everybody else around us that we don't actually pay attention to what's happening in our bodies, right? We just get so detached from our own sensations because we're so focused on, you know, putting out fires all day.
0: Um, And also having like a big feeling and and I mean, I, I know, you know, without trying to tie it back to the pelvic floor, but sometimes I find that when it's, when we are talking about the pelvic floor, which is subtle, it's a subtle connection, it's a subtle awareness. It's working out if different areas are connecting as well as other areas. And I think when, when these women are, or men are trying to get that connection, it's, it's like they've, their scale has changed. Of mm-hmm. understanding and like, but well, I can't feel anything. And you can quite see, clearly see everything going on, like, but I can't feel it. And it's like, we have to really, you know, get the hammer out and hit the bell, and the dinger goes off because we've done a massive contraction. It's like, no, we can scale it down. We can, we need to almost learn to tune in at a much lower level. Does that make mm-hmm. sense?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, um, you know, whenever I cue someone to, to do a Kegel or to do a pelvic floor contraction, they do it as strongly as they possibly can. And it's like, whoa, wait, wait. it doesn't have to be power. Like it just has to be like something subtle. Like we're not trying to like, you know, crack nuts with our pelvic floors. We're trying to just say, I'm here. Yes. Right. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah. So. So what are some of the strategies you take with your women? Um. I think
1: a lot of it is looking at time. I think that's the biggest piece is that we all have the same hours of the day. And if we look at our core values, like what's really, really important to us and how we spend our time, we realize that they don't actually match, right? So how do we then focus what we do with those 24 hours and tie yes. it back to okay what's actually really important to me and what are things that I've just said yes to without even thinking um what do I actually really want to be doing um you know so it, it kind of is looking at priorities and saying it and
0: can be really hard it's it's yes. quite a, a it's a vulnerable process to to, to to share that and to be honest often about it.
1: Right, exactly, exactly. And to really kind of drill down and say, well, do you have to do that? Is that a should or is that a want? Is that something you want to do or is it something you feel like you should do and who's telling you you should do it? So it's just kind of looking at that. I think that's like the biggest, I don't know, the biggest piece of things. And then we kind of go from there and say, all right, so you have 10 minutes in the morning before your kids get up or you don't literally have any time to yourself. So how can we add some self-care in there? Can we, um, you know, wear clothes that make us feel good? Can we have a candle that we love the smell of or essential oil? Can we have a favorite, you know, tea variety for our zoom meeting or whatever um kind of involving I the love
0: all of that because sometimes yeah. I think that some people think that self-care has to be big yes and yeah. I think it's a bit like exercise um and actually I've had a lovely lady in this morning and she's like I just I come in the house with so much good intentions and my mat's upstairs, but I just sit on the sofa and don't get there. And I think I can't be bothered to take my drink. I can't be bothered to go and get my drink. And sometimes we make the activity mentally so much more. And I was like, do it in your dress. Yeah. You know, don't bring you mat downstairs. Don't make another act of, of, you know, oversimplify it. Or, you know, like you say, the candle. That's such a funny one. Um, it's so close to my heart. And I say, you know, create your zen where you spend most time. And I've got a lovely candle in the studio here. And I was like, I can't possibly put a candle in the studio. I was like, well, it's my studio. It's my space. It's my time. It smells in a way that makes me feel good. Yeah, hell yeah, I can put a candle in the studio. And I think sometimes we're just, we're, oh, can't possibly. And we just don't, we... The art of making it easy, I think sometimes we're really guilty of overcomplicating. Yes,
1: exactly. And I, I had just um, taught a masterclass a couple of weeks ago about like how we feel like self-care needs to take a lot of time. It needs to be like a massage or a spa weekend or whatever, or it takes a lot of money, which it doesn't, it doesn't have to, right? And that we have to be alone for it. It's like, well, you know, for me, self care is being out in nature and bird watching and so i learned very early on that if i wanted to do that i take my son with me because i'm not going to do it at all if i have him and you know if i'm taking care of him and not doing it so i just take him with me right and so i get my self care my time in nature he gets some fresh air and we go right yes. so i think that there are all these myths about like like you said like we we make it into something so much bigger um than it really needs to be. And you know, when you think about exercise, like how long does it actually take someone to do their exercises? Like if you actually time it, not very long at all. Right. So it's so it's but the time we spend thinking about it and feeling guilty about it and shame about it and we think it's gonna take forever, like what we just kind of get out of our own heads, right? And say like, wait it's only going to take a little bit of time and you're going to feel so good having taken those few minutes afterwards, right? Like you're going to feel yeah. so proud of yourself. You're going to feel good physically. Why are we not doing that?
0: And it's, it's not always because of the exercise that you've done. It's, be, you know, that gratification is because you took the time out to do it because you turned up. And, you know, you actually did it. And I think that's a really amazing thing is that people don't necessarily realize the getting the double whammy. You know, they're kind mm. of like, you know, I took that mental, that conscious decision to wear my nice scarf, to put my candle in here. And every time I see the candle now, I don't go, oh, what lovely candle. I go, that's me. That was me did that, for me, for no one else, for me. And that gives you, it gives us a lift. And I think that sometimes, that's the free self-care, isn't it?
1: Right, exactly, exactly. And, you know, we feel, you know, just so, just, it's kind of like your past self thanks your, or your past, past self is thanking your future self, or, you know, you're doing something, like by putting yes. the candle there, you're saying, I'm going to take care of myself in the future. And then when you walk into the studio and you see the candle and you go, thanks, past self. That was a great thing that you did for me. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> that
0: is such a good way of explaining it. It is. And I, and then the, the the ball carries on rolling and the right. momentum builds. And I think, yeah, I, I think it definitely, you know, start, start small. I would definitely, you know, and. Maybe it is just a candle. Maybe it's just wearing a skirt. Whatever it might be, but why? I'm intrigued to get your thoughts on why do you think women, particularly mums, but the, you know that's not always mums and non mums as well. Why are we so bad at doing this? I think
1: we are kind of trained to be. Caretakers, and we are all we're usually like the you know, caring for other people, um, trying to anticipate other people's needs, trying in you know, whether it's whether it's children or not, you know, and just trying to like be I don't know, we're trying to just kind of get that whole like work life balance piece. And because we're told that like we can do it all, right? It's like, well, just because we can do it all, should we do it all? Probably not, like. <laughs> We can't do everything by ourselves all the time and still take care of ourselves. And so I think the easiest thing to do is just to say, oh, I'll do that later, you know, for ourselves, because we're just not great at saying, hey, I matter. I think there's a little bit of, you know, I don't want to say invisibility, but this kind of feeling like we just take on, I think always more than we can chew and we feel we feel driven to do that somehow, or sometimes I want to prove that we can, yeah, know, do it all. Do
0: you know? And that actually, that really resonated because we before we we um, were recording, we were talking about the slightly older age group of mums who are kind of the empty nesters, and that invisibility—they've sort of lost their self mm-hmm. and. They, you know, when you say, right, well, you know, what's your Saturday going to be full of? I don't know. I don't know what I like doing anymore. Mm. And they're suddenly, they're faced not only with silence, but this screaming silence shouting at them, who are you? Yes. What are you? What have you become? What do you like doing? Right. And I think that's something that I find um you know in and and I think because of the type of work that we do when it is women's health it is really personal and it's it's intimate and we do have that level of conversation that it can be that can be more of a journey than necessarily the physical strengthening journey absolutely absolutely and I think I think when I think about moms, I think it both on
1: both ends of the spectrum. So there's like, when someone becomes a mom, they go, oh my gosh, I, I lost my former life and I miss that so much and I feel guilty about that, right? And then it's like, you look at the empty nester going, oh my gosh, what what was I even like then? Like what is my old life and how I how do I move forward? And I think creating the opportunities to have those conversations is really important um you know have someone to talk to that you know can help you know challenge some thoughts and help you know create a safe space and kind of figure that out with you i think can be can be really important um because it is it, it does get lonely right it does get very lonely. yeah
0: and it's hard work you know it's hard we were we were having a chat before about all of the different um activities that you know you have to do when you've got your own business or you know um similar to Anna I'm growing my online business I've got the podcast I've still got clients face to face and then I've got an online community that all needs serving and then this you know the joyful beast that's our social media and our engagement is another element and that is it hasn't even touched our mum life and family life, and wife life, and who is Sarah Jane and Esther? What does she like doing on a Saturday afternoon? And there just isn't a lot of time. We go back to the time thing, don't we? There you go. (laughs) 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 There's not a lot of time, or because we know time is too precious, we don't put ourselves forward to go, that's going to be my time. Exactly, exactly.
1: It's just so much... I don't know, it's so much easier, I think, to just you know, like put out the fires instead of actually like digging into ourselves and doing the hard work, you know? Because like sometimes asking for help or asking for time is tricky. Like for me, I spent this last weekend away with my girlfriends and that's like the first time that I've been away from my son, who's two and a half, um, and left him with my husband to go do something that I wanted to do. And that was really hard for me to say like are you okay if i go out of state for like 48 hours like oh i thought that was like a hard ask for me oh
0: but was okay. happy i to haven't do done it. 24 hours yet so you one up on me and she's three man yeah um,
1: <laughs> yeah but it's so, so hard, hard to ask for that and and, and say, I, like i, I need yeah.
0: this and i think you know without bringing the covid world into the scenario i think it is a factor Because I think that, you know, we we had a very open conversation in our family, and I was like, "I I will happily take on keeping us okay, right?" And it was like I I had a very mental mental decision to go that I made that decision, and that the priority was the unit was okay, and that the mental health of the children was okay. And not, I would deal with myself afterwards, but I would deal with myself afterwards. Right. And I think that we're still probably, I'm sure that I'm not the only person that did that, either consciously or subconsciously. And so we're really out of the habit of it being normal. And back to our perception of normal, isn't it? Our perception of normal has shifted. So this self-care we've had, you know, we've been through something massive, and our, our our grade of what is normal and acceptable has shifted so much, and probably what four years ago would be kind of like right over to the grannies. We're off now for an afternoon. It suddenly didn't happen, and right. we're just not used to asking for it again as well. Which exactly.
1: Yeah, and I is- think for like so, I had my son in May of 2020. Everything shut down. And it's like so we didn't we didn't have any help. We didn't have any. Family visiting. We didn't have any people dropping by and helping us do anything, and so I and I've had discussions before with other moms who had pandemic babies, being like, "Yeah, it's really hard to ask for help because we are so used to doing everything ourselves." And yes, th- we and had the to, right?
0: Were used to that as well. And mm-hmm. you know, we have with our own personal circumstance, we had a bit of extended time afterwards that we couldn't get everyone coming in the house. Um, which, um, and so the children aren't used to lots of visitors coming in and out and -and so-and-so is going to put you to bed today and, oh, I'm going out and this is happening. It just, so I think that, you know, we have, and I think it's really interesting that we've touched on it is, is I think that we are a lot worse now because of what we've gone through. And ironically, we need it more now, don't we? We need that self-care now because frankly, we're all still broken from oh, yeah. COVID and lockdown. And, you know, it's, it's, it's really tough that we're not used to asking for it, that we've got all of the guilt and shame and everything associated with it, but we really flipping need it.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And I think, you know, especially during COVID when we were all kind of like in our own houses and with our own family, like 24-7, right? It's like, whew, that was... That's not a lot of space. That's not a lot of time <laughs> to do with anything for ourselves, right? And so now that's just become our new normal. It's like, well, that worked then, so we're just gonna keep doing it. So yeah, yeah, it's
0: crazy. No. And I, you know, it is. It's a. It's a big. It, it's such a massive piece, and I. I think one of the reasons I was so excited to, about talking with you was. I think that women chat about this, you know, over coffee with their friends or a a moan or, you know, now you see all of the reels and the Instagrams about the hard life of mums and dad goes up to bed and mum's done the dishwasher, the laundry, got everything ready for breakfast, the school bags, done everything. And we're making a joke of it and we're almost trivializing it. Mm, Yes. Um, But it, it's a big thing. And, and, to to acknowledge and to take ownership and to understand the ripple effect of that is so transformational, isn't it, for women? Yes,
1: absolutely, yeah. I mean, thinking about, you know, they call it like the mental load of being a mom and like all the things that we're taking care of. And I think people joke about it because I think that's the only way we can really like talk about it in a way, you know, or... Um, you know, it's just hard to like have conversations like that. um, Yeah. You know, without feeling like resentful. Right. (laughs) So I think, you know, but it's, it's totally real. Like how much we have to anticipate what's coming next for our families uh, and ourselves, but not saying like, here's, here's what I need right now in this moment. (laughs)
0: yeah absolutely and it's so important so how how do people get in touch with you to help them find out what they need in their moment right now
1: yeah um so I am on Facebook and Instagram I'm at Anna Burns Wellness or com. um I also have a Facebook group called the self-care squad that's for
0: I love women. that the self-care squad
1: yeah so it's
0: all um It's
1: all women, Um, some are not moms and many are. Um, And we go, we have great conversations about what have you done for self-care today? Or are you feeling mom guilt or something fun? Like fun little things. So it's a a community of people supporting each other um, and reminding each other of ways to take care of ourselves and the need to. So, So that's been a really fun thing as well.
0: Oh, that's So I am going to get all of those details and put them in the show notes. Okay. um, So people can contact you. And have you got any, I know you just mentioned a masterclass. Have you got anything coming up imminently?
1: Not imminently, but probably in the next couple of months, I will have, um, I will probably do another masterclass. I'm working on a a few little evergreen things coming up. So there's going to be all sorts of offerings coming up in the next few months, but nothing like in the next three weeks. (laughs) <laughs> but well, i have sure i do have freebie wallpapers so if people want um if you want affirmation wallpapers for your phone to remind you that you know throughout your day think about how many times you look at your phone um oh, to yes. take care of That's yourself right. and whatnot um you can go to annaburnswellness.com slash freebie um and you can download those for free
0: i love that i gonna get one of those and so that sounds brilliant. So you will I'll put a little um share out when you're doing your next masterclass if people want to reach out because I think sure. certainly um you know I think that we need we need to be doing this more we need to build that community um Absolutely. because we together we are stronger. So no I think that is really important. And I'm gonna say have you got any top tips that you would um sort of like to close on to help women to prioritize their self care
1: if you don't do it no one will do it for you no one else is going to prioritize you if you don't do it yourself i think that's the biggest thing that i kind of walk away with is saying like this is not something that someone's going to gift you um so
0: i love that that what a perfect way and i think you know we are we are all worthy
1: absolutely absolutely
0: we are and that boulder that we are lugging up the hill is heavy <laughs> it is it is
1: very heavy and we don't need to do it alone right we, we if we do if we ask for the right kind of help if we take care of ourselves and honor honor what's important to us it won't be as heavy
0: <laughs> oh i love that what a nice ethos and well i think that's absolutely brilliant and i would love to have you back at some time So if there's any questions um, that people want to ask you, or um, if you want to do a deep dive into um, some of the work that you're doing, then yeah, that that would be great. So if you particularly enjoyed this episode, definitely, definitely let me know, reach out to Anna, reach out to myself, um, and we can go into a little bit more detail on any of it. But Anna, thank you so much. I put all of those links in the show notes um and good luck with your um your well the upcoming master class I think that's brilliant um and thank you so much for sharing your insight
1: oh thank you Sarah Jane this has been so fun I I love talking about all this stuff with you I think we're we're both very passionate people about the subject so it's been really fun yes thank you it's
0: we've got to talk about it we've got to you know let women be heard because there's a lot of suffering going on yes
1: unnecessarily
0: yes no absolutely oh Anna thank you so much and um yeah you guys take care thank you so much for listening I hope you've enjoyed this episode and if you have then please do take a moment to rate and review me on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast from help me to help make this conversation be heard and take the shame away from pelvic